All right, day 304, uh, you can do the math and add 13 to that, and that's how many days Joey uh, promised he would not abandon Americans, and yes, he did. Uh, We're going to get news tomorrow about what the Fed is going to do with interest rates. Now, there's predictions out there all over Wall Street, and banks are making their predictions that, you know, we might go up a half a point, but basis points, in other words, a half a point. Uh, if interest rates are 4%, which are not, or 5%, there'll be five and a half, or three quarters of a point rate increase to, again, cool the economy. The impact on this economy is going to be deep. It is going to be dramatic. And the saddest part of this is you would think, okay, they already had two half point increases, and now we're going to have a third one. And no, people like Goldman Sachs are predicting in the next two years, 10. 11 rate increases. So you might think interest rates are high because they were historically low. Uh, these rates today are going to look like uh, uh, fantastic rates probably a year or two years from now. And, and the thing is, is what the, what the experts are telling us is this is going to be a long, long haul. You know, I saw a sad story today. I think it was Fox 26 in Houston put out this report. Ted Cruz was was quoted in it. And it talked about their consumer reporter and with skyrocketing inflation, tanking stock market, uh, many retirees that thought they, they thought they were good. They thought they were safe. You know, we've watched what happened to the stock market the last three days. It's even down a couple of hundred today. Not as bad as bleeding. My prediction is wait till tomorrow. I can only imagine what it's going to be like tomorrow. Uh, the highest inflation in 41 years. Gas prices now, what is it, $5.12 a gallon, 18 consecutive days up, record high gas price after record high gas prices. And now people, you know, I, I always talk about the, who's getting hurt the most here. Our fellow Americans, poor Americans, middle class Americans, people on fixed incomes, they're getting crushed. Now you look at this story that I, I picked up, Fox 26, Skyrocketing inflation, tanking stock market, robust job market, which, by the way, the job market's about to cool very quickly. If you're looking for a job, do it now. Humble advice from your friendly talk show host. Anyway, the, uh, the Labor Department points out one and a half million retirees have gone back to work. It's being called the unretirement trend. Now, these are people that thought, okay, I've worked my whole life, I'm retiring, I'm 67, I'm 70 years old, whatever it is. And I've got my Social Security, i got my life savings, i got my IRA, i got my retirement account, all, most of which are tied to the stock market, which is now tanking. And uh, I got all this, and, and I'm good. I, you know what? I can live a comfortable lifestyle, you know, as long as I live within my means. Now, they, they have to now revisit and recalculate every part of this. And this is what is infuriating me, is, you know, this is the party, the Democratic Party, that, that says that they care about working people. They have a monopoly of compassion on the poor and the middle class and minorities. No, because they don't. Their policies are killing them. Look, I played these tapes yesterday. I'm going to play them again now, and I'm telling you why. Because if you care about the high cost of gasoline and the high cost of diesel, which 
you know, trucking companies have to pass the costs on to consumers. The cost of, of production of goods, they, 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 companies are getting creative. So they don't want to raise prices. So instead of getting 32 ounces of whatever drink you love, you're getting 28 or 27. They're shrinking the size of their packages just so you, they don't have to charge you more money. I mean, and you can't blame them. They're trying to make, they, you've got to understand the position they are in. They're not in business as a charity. They're in business to make money to provide goods and services that we consumers want, need, and desire. And they're doing their job. They're happy with normal profit margins. They want a, they, they want a price point that makes it affordable so they can sell as much as possible. So they want to be competitive. And most of the businesses, most products have competitors out there. But if you really want to, if you want to take a bite out of this 41-year high of inflation, if you really want to fix it, you got to look at the energy part of this equation because that is, at the heart of it, the single biggest blunder. And they've had a lot of them. Afghanistan, the borders, I can go on and on. It is the single biggest driver of high inflation in the country. And Donald Trump knew it. And Biden doesn't care because he cares more about the climate alarmists in the, the religious cult that is the modern New Green Deal Democratic Socialist Party. He doesn't care. We they see the pain that every American is going through. The, the obvious answer would be to produce more energy, increase the world supply. This is simple, basic, fundamental economics here. You don't need an MIT degree. You don't need to go to Harvard Business School, Yale Business School. It's, it's simple supply and demand, crisscross, and dictate the price. Joe Biden, as president, made decisions about energy that are now, it, it uh, have put us all in a position economically where two-thirds of the country are barely making ends meet and living paycheck to paycheck. Now, the thing that most people don't know, if you would lower the price, if you'd increase the supply, he artificially reduced the supply of energy because of climate alarmist religion, his cult. So by reduce, well, you reduce the supply and and the net result of that is demand remains the same or, or goes up. Well, what's going to happen to the price? You don't need an economics degree to know the price is going to increase dramatically. Now we're all feeling it. $5.12 on average a gallon of gasoline today. Diesel is more. Why is diesel important? Because every truck that delivers all the goods to every store we shop at, they're now, they're now paying twice what they were paying to fill up their 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 rigs and get these products to the store so they've got to charge more for delivery just like airlines have to charge more for flights because jet fuel is more expensive than ever that's why you see you know airline prices going sky high all of this is preventable but joe biden promised he would do this listen to joe biden if we don't stop using fossil fuels we're all dead. Doing away with any subsidies for fossil fuels, number one. Number two, holding them liable for what they have done, particularly in those cases where you're underserved neighborhoods and you, you know the deal, okay? And by the way, when they don't or when they're deliberate, put them in jail. Kiddo, I want you to just take a look, okay? You don't have to agree. 
but I want you to look in my eyes. I guarantee you, I guarantee you, we're going to end fossil fuel, and I am not going to cooperate with them, okay? Would there be any place for fossil fuels, including coal and fracking, in a Biden administration? No, we would, we would, we would work it out. We would make sure it's eliminated. Eliminated. Now, this came up in one of the debates, and Donald Trump called out Biden for saying the world's going to transition away from oil the oil industry listen to this exchange he's in other words he told you everything he was going to do we should have listened would he close down the oil industry would you close down the oil industry i would transition from the oil industry yes oh i would transition that is a big statement that's because i would stop why would you do that because the oil industry pollutes significantly i said here's the deal but that's a big statement well, if you let me finish the statement, because it has to be replaced by renewable energy over time, over time. And I'd stop giving to the oil industry. I'd stop giving them federal subsidies. He won't give federal subsidies to the to the gas, excuse me, to the to uh, solar and wind. Yeah. Why are we giving it to oil industry? We actually do All give right. it to solar and wind. We and that's maybe the biggest question. statement in terms of business. That's the biggest statement. Okay. Because basically what he's saying question, is he is Mr. going President. to destroy the oil industry. Okay. Will you remember that, Texas? Will you okay. remember that, Pennsylvania, Oklahoma? He said it. They did it. And this is the position we're in. And it gets worse. Because now he's begging Iran and he's begging that murdering dictator thug in Venezuela and he's going to meet with the Saudis and beg them so much for the principles over the Khashoggi murder. Right. And he's begging OPEC. OPEC finally decided to increase production because at one hundred and twenty plus dollars a barrel of oil, they're making so much damn money and they think we're idiots and they're not they're not wrong. Our leadership is full of idiots And we're all paying the price for this. Now, one last thing. I want to play it again. Because Donald Trump predicted exactly what would happen to the price of gasoline. Just in case you forgot. We have more oil than anybody, okay? And it's uh, an incredible thing that it's happened over the last few years. A lot of great things. And you're paying, what, $2 a gallon for your gasoline? That's okay. You know what that's like? That's like a tax cut. That's bigger than a tax cut. If Biden got in, you'd be paying $7, $8, $9. Didn't they say, get rid of your car? Yeah. What did Joe Biden do when he got elected? Exactly what he said he would do. Killed off the Keystone XL pipeline. The the Alberta premier said it would be done by now. And we every day would be importing 900,000 barrels of Canadian oil every day. That would lower the price of gasoline. That would help lower inflation. That would prevent us maybe from pegging Iran and Venezuela and OPEC to produce more. He banned drilling in Anwar. It's a, it's a vast wilderness. We have so much in terms of oil, natural resources there. We can supply this country for hundreds, a hundred plus years, natural gas, hundreds of years. He restricted fracking. He slowed down production with a slew of new regulations. He curbed domestic production. He's more than happy to beg all these other. Well, why does he want to make Iran rich again? Why? So they can continue the nuclear program and threaten us with real nuclear weapons. Why are you helping Venezuela? Why are you helping Saudi Arabia? Why are you helping the OPEC nations when we have all the resources we'd ever need? Why are you begging? How is it different to the planet Earth if you if you drill for oil here or anywhere else in the world? 
You keep high-paying career energy jobs. It's good for national security not to beg others for the lifeblood of our economy. Uh, Similarly, it will drive inflation down dramatically. You increase the supply. It lowers the price. That takes that relieves all of us when we go to fill up our cars at the uh, the gas station. You know, we pay less for diesel. That lowers the price of the products that are delivered to every store we go to. It's simple, basic American common sense that I guess isn't so common anymore. What's the definition of insanity? Because that's what we're living through. And so it compromises national security, eliminates high-paying career jobs. It does nothing to increase the world's supply, except we're making every other country that hates us rich again. I mean, it, we could lower inflation, the greatest opportunity to lower inflation, the greatest, the, the biggest hardship on American, the American people is inflation and the high cost of energy. You can't heat and cool your home the way you want. I mean, it is devastating. The poor, the middle class, people on fixed incomes. And the saddest part is not one of these idiots has, has had an enlightened moment to say, oh, maybe we should do it here. Because the wind, the solar, you know, the, the clean energy that he wants to replace oil and gas with, they don't have that technology yet. So he's going to import it. We're still drilling for oil. Mother Earth is still impacted. And that's how dumb Democrats are. And that's why this will be a wave election in November. Now, I want to talk about saving money in your own life. Our partners at AmericanFinancing.net. Look, a year or two from now, I think you're going to look back. We're going to find out how much interest rates go up tomorrow. And you're going to say, why didn't I listen to Hannity? All these professional economists were right up to, to, up to now. And they're expecting six, seven more increases beyond what we're going to get tomorrow. And you'll look back at these rates, regardless of what happens tomorrow, and think, why didn't I lock in a new mortgage? Why didn't I do debt consolidation when I had the opportunity? Now, this is where AmericanFinancing.net comes in. They want to give you a free, no-obligation mortgage review. They'll factor in every single thing in your economic life. Is it worthwhile for you to refinance your home? How much money can you save every month? How much money can you save over the course of your loan? Also, they can merge in debt consolidation based on the valuation of your home. You pay one low monthly fee and you save money every month and you save money over the course of your loan. All you have to do is get your free, no obligation review with their mortgage experts. They're standing by. They want to talk to you. 866 615-9200, 866-615-9200, on the web, it's AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS 182334, NMLSConsumerAccess.org.